0: Welcome back to episode 12. Welcome to the podcast Hot Mess to Great Success, time dedicated to helping you get pieces of your personal and professional life in order. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella, and this podcast is for anyone who needs a little bit of private inspiration. You don't want to shout your disorganization from the rooftops, on social media, or in another mastermind. Just knowing that someone is working through the same stuff as you is enough to get you moving forward. Now, don't forget, everything is available in the show notes on hotmess2greatsuccess.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Now, let's get started. Well, hi there. Jazzy introduction, isn't it? I'm starting to clean up the podcast hot nest to great success. Thanks to my friend Jared over at the podcast movement, who this month is running a challenge where he gives you all the tools you need. So Jared shout out to you. Thank you so much. I'm also starting to promote and build my audience. So this is getting a little scary for me. I was really scared to put this out there into the world, but I'm getting a lot of great feedback So let's start today by explaining what our three topics are. The first topic I wanna go over with you that has had a tremendous impact on my life is when life gets in the way of your goals. Uh, The second concept or topic that we're gonna talk about is how do you deal with a bad review or whether it's uh, at work or for your business on a site like Google. And the third topic is operating with integrity. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, So let's start out with the topic when life gets in the way. Now, first of all, let me say that the best way to start moving your life forward is when you can take full responsibility for wherever it is that you sit in life. I know that regardless of wherever I am and whatever state of affairs my business, my finances, my household are in, I put myself there. There's absolutely no victim mentality with me. I also know that over the last few years, life has thrown me a few curveballs, uh, which in turn, I have allowed to impact my goals. Now, that's the non-victim talking. I know that I've allowed it. I also heard recently someone say, and I don't remember who, so I won't take full credit, but I will say that what I really needed to do during certain periods of time is make sure that my business is gen-proof and my life is gen proof. So wherever you are in your life, set a goal to make sure that your life and business operations are insert your name proof now when my i'll give you two examples so as many people know a couple of years ago my ex-husband passed away we only had 82 days to prepare we didn't even know we um, only had those 82 days and my business was not ready for me to step out at random times often in emergency situations for my daughters it was incredibly stressful for me Uh, to have the anxiety and stress knowing things had to be done, but also knowing that my children needed me. And so it was very, very difficult to go through that time. That was a little traumatic. Another not so traumatic was when my daughter, Victoria, surprised me once last year and came home unexpectedly from the University of Pittsburgh. She uh, took a bus all night and the next thing I knew she was walking into my living room. It was very exciting. I had a whole s- lineup of stuff that day that I needed to get done, and my business for that day, and really in general, was not gen-proof. My life came in literally through the front door and took over. It was far more important for me to spend time with Vicki, but again, things weren't running as they should. So I have spent time gen-proofing my life and my business, and here is how I've used it. So the first thing is to get a couple of months ahead on anything. I've been putting a tremendous amount of time into getting ahead on the marketing for my business, whether it is writing the blog posts or the social media posts. As far as my clients are concerned, we do um, a couple of months ahead on all evergreen content for their blogs and social media. Now, one thing that I'm struggling with, which the business owners who are listening may also be struggling with, is that this can be a dangerous business if you have month to month contracts. So in 2020, I will be thinking about this and putting some measures into place so that if a, if a, a client decides to cancel at the last minute, uh, I'm not stuck footing the bill for work that I've gotten ahead on. However, the stress and anxiety of not being that far ahead uh, can also is really, it's worth the investment that I need to make. Uh, So the other thing that I've really started doing is auto paying as many bills as possible. This sounds crazy, right? Because it's so simple, but then I don't have to worry about it. So bills are either paid automatically or I can go in and pay them very quickly in my bank account. The last piece of gen-proofing my business is something that I finally hit on when I realized that I hadn't hit a lot of my goals in 19. Again, things came up, my kids needed me. And what I've talked about in the past is getting ahead on your goals. I know that I talked to you about 90-day goals and starting 100 days out. So what I'm doing now is, it is December of 19, I'm now already working on my goals for 2020. And what have i learned well this is really working for me because i can clear the path of all of the obstacles that usually bog me down so uh first of all i can look at the tech issues the design needs that i have for any goal and i can put those in place this way when january 1st 2nd and 3rd roll around I am ready to go. So I've had some confusing issues come up in my ClickFunnels account, which quite honestly I was expecting due to the tech, and I have put the support in place for myself to get them fixed quickly. Also I've learned that the more that I plan in advance, as long as I'm not getting incredibly confused, uh, it's a lot cheaper to do it way far in advance. So. If you are someone who has a whole lot on your personal plate, if you run a business, if you run a household, if you pay bills, if you have children, you may want to think about putting measures in place so that your world, your life, your business, your job can run without you for an hour, a day, a week, or a month, just in case things come up. Okay, now topic number two is dealing with a bad review. I was actually recently honored to be asked by SCORE here in Bucks County, Pennsylvania to do a social media presentation, and they've decided that members are really struggling with reviews. Now, for those of you who work in a business, big or small, reviews apply to big business and medium-sized businesses as well. And also, as I started to think about it, the reviews that you have to worry about are your annual job performance reviews. So listen up. Now, for businesses, you could get a bad review in a lot of places, Yelp, Google, uh, on Facebook. And really, what usually happens is the first thing that a business owner will do is freak out. I had a client uh, a couple years ago call me on Christmas Eve. I was out with my children at doctor's appointments about just after lunch, and the client, who was a divorce attorney, was completely crazed. That someone had left a negative review for her on Google. Now, snark—you know—my snarky solution is usually to say that you need to jump back in your hot tub time machine and put the pl- systems in place that I regularly recommend, so that you are gathering enough good reviews. This way, when a bad one pops up, you're not left with only that review. Reviews are critical. Google aggregates them on all sorts of websites across the internet um, and the ones on Google and actually all those other reviews as well uh, are, are critical for SEO. So what I recommend is that you work hard so that no one, number one, believes the bad things that people have to say. You stay on top of your review system and number three, you regularly reach out to clients and customers who are having a good experience and ask them for reviews in the first place. So you wanna make sure that you control the accounts where people leave reviews for you. People can go in and leave reviews for you on Yelp or Google before you even have an account set up. So make sure that you are the one that's setting up the official account for your business on all of the uh, platforms. Second, make sure those accounts look awesome. So you wanna make sure that they have your branding, your voice, and your explanation, your pictures. Again, this way, when someone goes in and attempts to leave something that is unfavorable, all of your great content is already there. And third, well, you've gotta regularly solicit reviews. Now, you can take reviews on the sites and ask your ideal, clients and customers to uh, leave reviews for you. You can also take reviews on LinkedIn and your website. So I highly recommend that you get a variety of reviews to use all over the web. Now, the last piece about reviews that is so important is remember, there's a lot of times when you can't do anything about a review. There has been a tremendous amount of legal um, writing in the area of reviews. And lawyers specifically have sued Google to get reviews to come off their accounts. You will find possibly that sometimes it is a competitor who has left a bad review for you. This is stressful. Uh, There are bogus accounts that are set up to go in and leave negative reviews for others. There's a point where you have to say that you have no rights to change a review. You've gone in, you've responded to it, you've attempted to get in touch with that person, and you just have to leave it in karma's hands to handle it. So put a process in place and a program in place in your office to ensure that you are collecting good reviews on a regular basis and then monitor it, thank your customers and clients, and move on. Okay, so do you operate with integrity? This is our third topic and a very important one for me. As my very good friend, old soul friend, once said long ago, there's no such thing as levels of integrity. You either sit in integrity and live in integrity, or you do not. So there's no levels. You can't have high levels of integrity in some areas of your business and then low levels of integrity in others. We've seen this, God knows, in the news recently. And I have seen it in my personal life where I have put myself through the ringer with other people's lack of integrity. I have had several, uh, let's say, instances where individuals that I thought were friends and business colleagues dip uh, into a lower level of, an, of integrity. And I had them sort of in my inner circle. And I just realized that they were not with me. <laughs> and that was startling to me. I was upset that I had you know, really trusted them with parts, many parts of my business and my personal life. And I realized that what I need to do is when I am bringing someone into my inner circle is making sure that they are acting with integrity. Now, there's been a lot of writing in the area of, of integrity recently. And so I actually created a list and I thought I'd share it with you about what I think uh, integrity is and how I really look for individuals who act in this way. So. The first is if you are acting in integrity, you are valuing other people's time. This means that it doesn't matter if you make me wait for a phone meeting, um, outside your office, or you know by the front door if we're trying to get out to the supermarket. My time is valuable to me and I have the right to spend it as I choose. Never. There are many times when I have dropped the ball on um, other people's times as far as forgetting appointments, and I have tried to put systems in place so that no longer happens again. What I'm talking about here is valuing other people's time. I just had a situation where I was interviewing a woman to come into my business, and she completely forgot about the appointment, and I can tell you that... I could tell that she was sincerely apologetic. She sent me a personalized video. She sent me a text message afterwards, um, an email. She really went out of her way to make sure that I knew that this was not how she operated. She has two kids, a business, and was at a conference and dropped the ball. Okay, the uh, second way to act in integrity or that I know you have integrity is that you give other people credit for great ideas. This has plagued me since I worked at Rutgers University when I was right out of college. And I had a boss who would continually um, take credit for all of my ideas. To this day, it still drives me nuts and in my personal life and in my professional life. Giving people credit for their ideas Um, Well, you're not stealing credit, which is probably the bigger piece of this. Okay, number three, moving along is being authentic. Now, I'm someone who cannot be fake. I did some work with a coach here named Sue Geyer, and it turns out that authenticity is one of the stronghold values, the core of who I am. So you can't be fake, I have a great new blog post on My Steps in Time, which is my personal blog about a picture down in Disney World that I faked. I'll let you read about more about it there. Okay, number five, never take advantage of others. I really, I, you know, you have to use other people sometimes for their knowledge. But when I say use, I mean, you know, they have something to teach you. You can't be an expert at anything. But uh, you always have to be the one that is trying at least to give more. And I think that that's very important. Never just take without giving. Sometimes you can give back to that person and other times you can pay it forward. Uh, You never know what's going on in someone else's life. I always say that when someone cuts you off in the, you know, when you're driving down the street and someone cuts you off, they could have just been dealing or could be dealing with something really heavy coming from a bad doctor's appointment or, um, you know, anything could be going on in their life. Give them the benefit of the doubt as I've shared very openly. There's so many things that have gone on in my life, and I am sure that I have dropped the ball. I have been criticized for it several times. And there's just a point where you have to give someone a break. Now, number seven, and the last one is to apologize. Going back to those instances in business where two people I really trusted kind of moved in on my space. Well, when I called them on it, they backpedaled Uh, one apologized Two. Never have. They thought that they were well within their rights to take money from me and not deliver. They thought that they were well within their rights to just start doing what I was doing in my professional life even though I had trained them and um, and paid them, which was astonishing to me. And I think that apologizing shows that you don't think that you're perfect because none of us are. And it's really important and makes the other person feel Well, if you give a genuine apology, that you mean it and that it's not going to happen again. Now, there's a couple other pieces of acting in integrity. There's being humble. You know, there's that great song, Be Humble and Kind. When you are humble, you realize that you're not good at anything. And I'm famous for this. You know, I'm a great social media consultant. Do not, I repeat, do not expect a gourmet meal if we invite you over for dinner. Um, Be kind when you see someone drop a bag in the grocery store struggling in a networking event, go say hello, pick up the bag. You know, I always walk up to people who don't have any friends in a networking event and I just say hello. Some of my really good friendships have started that way. So, and also to show gratitude, I have time and time again showed gratitude through personalized thank you notes, shout outs, text messages, and calling when people have taken the time to really help me. Now, a big piece of acting in integrity is making sure that another person's lack of integrity does not bother you. Uh, when I really see someone or know that they are not acting in integrity, I have learned in my personal and professional life to just walk away the karma belongs to them uh, and you know hopefully that they will figure it out but I've realized that the emotional weight of having them in my life for that moment or sometimes forever is just too much and I walk away and I do something fun like yoga or um, I work on a part of my business, I don't allow that emotional space to be invaded. Now that was a pretty heavy topic. I will review all of those steps in my uh, show notes on hotmess2greatsuccess.com. And just remember in life, it has nothing to do with you. Whatever is bothering you at any given time, a review, the way someone is acting or treating you, has nothing to do with you. So thanks so much for joining me for about this uh, last 20 minutes. I really appreciate your time. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. I would love also to hear from you. If you have any ideas for my show, uh, check the show notes, Hot Mess, is a great success for details. And until next time, this is Dr. Jennifer Gardella. I can't wait to hear about your future successes.